following pay program is sponsored by Life Conference Suite. Your mission, should you decide to accept it, is to feed the hungry, lift up the downtrodden, do justice, love, mercy, walk humbly before God to proclaim the good news that Jesus saves. Welcome to Jesus Saves Ministries Live, the ministry that dares to declare to the utmost Jesus saves from the penalty, the power, and soon the very presence of sin. And now, here's your host, the founder of Jesus Saves Ministries, Minister Angela Lee Price. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to another edition of Jesus Saves Ministries Live. I am your host, Minister Angela Lee Price. It is so good to uh, be with you on this glorious day. Be sure to grab your Bibles or open your Bible apps. We have another awesome Sunday School highlight in store today. Uh, The lesson is entitled Prophesying Restoration, or you may have it as a vision of restoration. We're in the book of Zephaniah today, chapter 3, verses 14 through 20, and we are starting a new unit. This is our last unit. Uh, It is called uh, God's Work of Justice. It's our last unit under the broad umbrella of justice and the prophets. And here to help highlight the Sunday School lesson today and to speak a bit about the importance of prioritizing our mental health during this COVID-19 pandemic is CEO of Creative Spirits Network Incorporated and Director of Creative Spirits Behavioral Health. She serves in ministry also alongside her husband, Reverend Dr. Kylan Gray at Newmount Zion Baptist Church in Shelbyville, Kentucky. Their ministry is heard right here in Louisville uh, on our radio station, 1240 WLLV. Welcome, uh, Reverend Cassandra Gray. How are you? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise the Lord. It's a blessing to be with you this morning. I am so happy to have you uh, on the line again. You have been with me once before, and uh, that was a great time of reflection in the Word. Uh, today, uh, the prophet Zephaniah, and we, we don't hear enough about this uh, minor prophet, but this prophet... Uh, speaks of a stark contrast. In just three short chapters, he brings us from a place, a dark place uh, of exile and suffering and shame for the people of Israel. And he takes us to a bright place of Israel's future restoration and future glory. Could you speak, uh, Reverend Cassandra, uh, just for a minute as we open uh, the lesson today? Could you speak a word of hope to those who may be in a dark place emotionally as a result of all that has happened with uh, coronavirus, COVID-19. Could you speak to someone who may be just overwhelmed or, or feeling afraid or maybe lonely or depressed or anxious right now about uh, their future uh, place of brightness, uh, a future place of, of restored mental well-being? Could you speak to that just a moment? Yeah. Um, so as I was studying the book of Zephaniah and just really trying to absorb some of the uh, similarities and attributes that we see that's going on in today. Zephaniah is one of the the minor prophets, and the book is is one of the minor prophets. And he comes at a time where um, the people of God um, have been consumed um, with 
um, everything that the land has to offer um, and was pretty much turning themselves away from God. So Zephaniah comes and, and calls for uh, a time of repentance, a time to repent, a time to, to go back and turn back to the ways um, that God would have us to, to be. And so um, during this, uh, this time, um, there seems to be um, a judgment that has gone out for, for the nations. Um, but Zephaniah stands during this time saying, um, yes, um, there may be, you know, a judgment that's going out, but God is calling for restoration. And you know what, Angela, sometimes we don't know that we need to be restored. In the midst of trials, tribulations, and storms, and life, um, we can find ourselves wondering, where is God? And God is, is saying to us always, I am with you, and lo, he says, and lo, I'm with you always. And the book of Zephaniah um, gives us some refreshment, especially in that chapter 3 where it talks about joy in God's faithfulness, that even though we're going through things, we can still sing. He says, sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart. This is a time that it seems like it's a storm, and it's a challenge towards our faith. It's a challenge towards our belief. It's a challenge about what we believe in God. And it's an, and, and even though some of us may be experiencing some dark places and some dark times and some dark, dark thinking, some of us may be experiencing uh, feeling like we're all alone and feeling like no one is there. This is a challenge towards our faith in God that we can trust and believe even when it seems epidemic, when it seems like a pandemic and there seems to be no hope. Minister Price, we have the opportunity to to witness and give a testimony that even in our darkest times, God is with us. One of the things that, that keeps me going, one of the things that helps me to know that God is still large and in charge, is that I always look at the seasons to see. And, and the seasons testify to us. The earth can testify to us about God's goodness. Listen, the earth has experienced every type of epidemic, pandemic, emergency. The earth has gone through. It has reeled and rock. It's gone through uh, trials and tribulations. It's gone through storms. It's gone through ice. It's gone through rain. It's gone through oceans overflowing its banks. It's gone through complete devastation. But the earth continues to testify to us that God called the earth to be. And God is still sustaining the earth, even right now. So even in our darkest hours, we can take a look out the window and say, oh my God, the trees are blooming on time. The flowers are budding up on time. The animals, the, the, the bees and the butterflies are coming out on time. They're still doing what God has called them to do. And if the, and if the season and the very earth and the insects and the animals can still continue in the midst of these trials and tribulations, if they can continue to do what God has called them to do, that lets me know that that God is still in charge. The sun still rises from the east and sets 
in the West. Those things I'll testify. So when I don't have anything else to hold on to, I can look out my window and watch the sunset. I can open up my curtains and, and look at the stars at night as they twinkle. I can check out the moon. It's still in its rightful place. That lets me know that God is still in charge. And in order for him to sustain the earth, he has to move the entire universe, even to produce a day. Things have to turn on its axis. The sun has, we have to revolve around, um, revolve around in the universe. All of those things are in, God is in charge of. And because of that, when he ekes out a day, he lets us know that he is with us. It may not seem in our very existence that he is here, but can I tell you this morning that God is with us? We can sing in the midst of our trial. We can sing and shout in the midst of our tribulation. We can understand that the Lord himself is sustaining us, even when it doesn't seem that way. He is with us. And that, Minister Price, gives me great joy. That, you know, in the scripture that we're looking at in Zephaniah, he says, In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear. Don't be afraid. You know, that's the one thing that that the enemy tries to do. And and when he captures our fear, he, he tries to paralyze us that we have no, to make us think we have no hope. But my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus and his righteousness. See, my hope is not built on whether I can make some money today. My hope is built on God is in charge. My hope's not built on whether somebody came by or or I was stuck in my house. I was uh, sharing with one of my friends. I said, you know, we're talking about uh, being stuck in our houses and being stuck in our homes. And, I, and I, it reminded me of a time of, of uh, when Noah had to really get sheltered in place. I said, now, Noah can testify to us about being sheltered in place. <laughs> mm-hmm. He, he sure can. He sheltered, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. He could not go out to the grocery store. He definitely couldn't, run, couldn't uh, leave the ark for anything. He was in there with every kind of animal. You know, and, and, and he took care of the things that God gave him charge of at the moment. What would happen if we just, instead of looking at next week, stepping into a next week moment, even trying to step into tomorrow, but if we just step into this moment and recognize the small things that God is doing, those are the things that, that, that gives us hope and helps us to know that we can make it. Those are the things that that I that I do. Um, that scripture says he'll rejoice with us over our gladness. He will quiet us with his love, that God has the ability to give us the quiet peace that we need. When we turn to him, he is available to us and for us. And so for that, we are grateful. We are grateful. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, thank you for that um introduction you covered so much uh but uh as you were talking i was thinking of 
uh, songs that I would sing, what songs come to my mind, as Israel is singing here in the opening verses, uh, sing, daughter of Zion, shout aloud, Israel, be glad and rejoice with all your heart, daughter Jerusalem. You know, there is just something therapeutic about music, and particularly gospel music, and about singing, uh, what it does for your spirits. I'm thinking of the song, How Excellent Is Thy Name. You know, I'm thinking of the yes. song, Praise Is What I Do, It's What I Do. You know, even though it yes. doesn't look uh, appealing to me right now, if I just keep my mind focused on what God has done for me, that's, that's going to put a praise in my spirit. And, uh, you know, yes. and lifting up holy hands and praising God in the midst of it. It's just something about singing that just is therapeutic in and of itself, and particularly uh, gospel singing. Amen. Yes. So yes. as we look as we look at this text, we have Israel singing here at the beginning uh, in verses fourteen and fifteen. Uh, uh, the Lord has taken away your punishment. This is what Zephaniah yes. is saying. Uh, the Lord has yes. taken away your punishment. That gives you uh, reason enough to sing. He has turned back your yes. enemy. Uh, and then yes. it says here, the Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Uh, and again, never again will will you fear any harm. Just like you're talking yes. about. Do not fear. And so yes. uh, Zephaniah, he encourages the people to sing. And second, secondly, he says, These are, this is the other thing that you should do. Don't fear. Have no fear. God is with you. Uh, and if yes. we just keep those things in mind, I, I think that they would help us even through this pandemic. If we would keep our minds just yes. focused on the that would uh, help to remind us that God is with us. Yes. Um, yes. And as I'm, as I'm going through the text here, I see that God starts singing as well. In verse 17, uh, the Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. So God sings. Yes, ma'am. God sings. Yes. Yes, and it's I, something about knowing that my daddy, my Abba Father, is singing over yes. me that 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 heals me, it soothes me spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. So God sings yes. during this time of, of yes. restoration. Uh, and yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then we see here in 19 and 20, we see uh, the complete restoration. It's a social restoration, whereas uh, in those previous previous verses, we're talking about spiritual, emotional, and mental well-being uh, and wellness. When you know that God is with you, that changes your whole component, you know, focusing on knowing that God is with you. It does something about, at least it does for me. It puts me in a great mood every time. So we see social... Yes, ma'am. You do you want to speak to those last couple of verses there on restoration? Yes, yes. And I'm I'm on live, Angela. So we have some people there. They're on live with us um, and listening to you, and they are shouting over what you have just discussed about how God will sing and rejoice with us and over us. That over our head, God is rejoicing. God is 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 lifting us up. 
God is quieting the storm. God is, is filling us with his love. Um, we're coming from Zephaniah, the third chapter, and we're going from verses 14 through 20. Um, for those of you all that are, are joining us uh, live, and men are surprised they are shouting over what you are saying. Yes, God is singing over us. God is he's with us. And in verse um, 18, 19, and 20 of that third chapter of Zephaniah, he says, I will gather those who sorrow. You know, there's been a lot of sorrow. Um, we, we turn on the television and you see a lot of deaths and you see the numbers of those that are suffering. And you see those that, you know, have lost loved ones and those that have, um, have loved ones that they can't get to or can't reach. Um, God says, I will gather those. So even without us knowing, you know, we think I'm not present, that God is an omnipresent help in time of trouble. He is with us. He is. He says, I will gather those who sorrow over the appointed assembly. Who are among you to whom is reproach is a burden. Then I love this, his, his transition here. He says, behold, at that time. God himself says, I'm going to deal with this affliction. I'm going to save those who are lame, those that, that can't help themselves. I'm going to gather those that were driven uh, uh, out and driven away. God says, I'm going to appoint them for praise and fame. In every land where they were put to shame, God says, even at that time, I'm going to gather you. For I will give you fame and praise among all the peoples of the earth. When I return your captives before your eyes, says the Lord, God himself is going to perform this restoration. You know, the one thing about this pandemic, that everything, and the reason it feels it, it feels so heavy, the burden feels so heavy, is because there's nothing that we in our own hands at this moment can do. And God says, I need my people to know where your limitations are that's where my very strength lies. My strength lies. I come, I'm at the end of where you are, where you end. That's where I begin. He says, because that's where miracles happen. Miracles, signs, and wonders. And they're happening, Angela, in our midst when we see and hear about those that have caught COVID and those that, you know, there are some that have been restored. There are some that have been healed. Um, and yes. there are some... There are some that, you know, when we look at the numbers of people that have been impacted, we, uh, we see the numbers of those that have gone on to glory, that have moved over and transitioned in with our Lord, and that have transitioned in his presence, um, that have transitioned um, in, into the very uh, hands and heart of God. And we see those numbers. And those are the things that causes our hearts sorrow when we see that we also see those that you know um have been on ventilators for weeks um that have been on ventilators for long periods of time and in the yes. being on the ventilators we're seeing miracles with them being ushered out of the hospitals and being healed so it's a it's a yes. of, of of unrest because we have no control over over God says, I'm the one that's in control. Those that, that are here, that, that are here, that are restored, that's me. said, those that have moved on to glory, that's me. They're with me. They're resting with me. And, and our hearts are in great sorrow 
because those are our loved ones and, and we want to hold on. You know, we want to hold on. But one of the things that I see with Zephaniah here with what he's saying, just in the word of God, he says, even though there is sorrow, great sorrow in your heart, he says, I will gather those who sorrow, who are, who are sorrowful, who are mourning, those that are, uh, their heads are bowed, their hearts are, are, are hurt, their hearts are, are feeling the exceeding pain. God says, I am with you. He says, I am with you. And he says, I'm going to like what you said earlier. I'm going to sing over you. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that you know that I am present with you in these times. Um, one of the things that I love about um, the New Testament, and I, I tell people this all the time, too, um, I talk about the earth because the earth can testify about the goodness of God. I mean, if we were to go back in time, the earth could tell us all the things that it's gone through, from the flu to the, to the various epidemics and pandemics that people have experienced. And the earth can testify and you know- that this and, and you know, Cassandra, you not only talk about the you not only talk about the earth, you talk about the heavens because whenever there's a, a, a super blood moon or some anomaly that's you know you're only going to see every now and then, I always see a post from you on Facebook about that. Yes, yeah, I I, I watch I watch the earth because the, the earth can speak to us. You know, the earth can tell you about all the footprints that have been pressed up on it. You know, the earth can tell you about, it can testify about all the various people that have traveled along, you know, its path. So the earth can speak to us. The heavens can speak to us. The heavens declare God's glory every night when we, when we, when we go to sleep. The moon comes out and the stars twinkle bright and they testify that God is still in control. You know, like I said earlier, when the sun rises in the morning, that is God's glory testifying to us that you, you've got another moment. You have another opportunity. And so the, the things we have to really work on is what do we do in the meantime? And, and that's where we're hanging. We're, a lot of us are hanging in the meantime. Like, in the meantime, okay, I know God got this. Okay, I know it. But I feel like I'm in a meantime moment because my, my body doesn't feel that way. My mind doesn't feel that way. My spirit doesn't feel that way. How do I, how do I get up from this lowly place? How do I utilize, you know, my faith in order to move forward from this lowly place? How do I, you know, tap into to God when I feel like I don't know that he's really there? Like, I, I don't know what to do during this time. And, you know, the one thing that I know that pandemics come and, and different things happen. And yes, it seems hopeless. And yes, it, it, it tries to instill fear. And yes, it seems like my heart and my mind is the heaviest that it's ever been. The one thing that this pandemic cannot take away from any of us is our hope. It cannot amen, take away amen. our hope that God himself is able to restore that's why I love this text. It says, Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart. The Lord himself is in charge. God is going to be with us. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
And, you know, he even knows how to get low. I tell my young people, God knows how to get low. He says, and low. <laughs> I am with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, the world. <laughs> you know, you, you know what I love about the text is I can count how many times God says, I will do this and I will do that and I will do yeah. this and I will do at least eight times I see what God is going to do in, in the restoration of Israel. And what is he asking Israel to do? Sing and shout and not fear. Don't you fear, you sing and shout, and look at what I will do. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. We're going to take a quick, go ahead. I was going to say, when was the last time that we heard God say, sing and shout? Wasn't that with Joshua? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Come on. That's a, that, that seems to be a pattern of God. That's one of his patterns. Yes. And the people of God, when we get that, it lifts our hearts. Like you said, when you listen to music, Music lifts your heart. So we sing unto God. We get praise songs and we, we exalt his name. We lift him up. We let him know that, that we, we, our faith looks up to him, that there's nothing that we can do, but he can do all things. And so we sing songs of Zion. We're marching up to Zion. We're ready for the, the battle. We're moving forward in the things that God has given unto us. He's given us a prayer. He's given us praise. He's given us the ability to, to, to move and shout unto him. And those are the weapons that we need in order to defeat the enemy. D- defeating the enemy, sometimes we think maybe I'm dealing with the pandemic. But defeating the enemy is keeping our hearts and our minds from going into a dark place where we're doubting our God himself. And God says, I don't want you to doubt me. I want you to know that I am with you, that I can be, I can steal your soul and steal your mind. I can put some stillness there if you let me. My peace is, is available for you. Amen. You know, we're running out of time. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity here. Instead of taking a break, I want to give you an opportunity to talk for just a few minutes about what you do at Creative Spirits and uh, if there is someone who is listening who feels like they may need uh, some counseling, uh, talk just a bit about your services as we wrap up. Wow, our time went so fast. <laughs> so um, we're with Creative Spirits Behavioral Health. We're located in Shelbyville, Kentucky and Louisville, Kentucky. Right now our offices are open um, only to our, our administrative offices are there. You can reach us at 502 437 0859 or 502-254-9555 or you can reach us online at creativespiritonline.com. We are practicing telehealth right now. We can come right into your room, right into where you are and meet with you and talk with you. There are five things that we want to make sure that you're working on for your self-care. One, we want to make sure that physically you're doing some physical exercise that's stretching, that you're making sure that you're sleeping, that you're walking, that you're, you're doing some things to help build your, your body, your physical body. Emotionally, you want to make sure that you're dealing with your emotions. Check your stress levels. If you find yourself being stressed, you know, go to the Word of God. Contact one of your friends. Ask someone to pray with you and talk with you about that. Or you can call us socially. 
We feel like we're isolated. You can always pick up the phone and call someone. You can always text somebody. You know, you can always make sure you have some type of communication with others. Um, and then, of course, we don't want to negate our spirit, making sure that spiritually that you have that time with God, that you allow him to re-energize your spirit, that you ask him into your heart, that you ask him to quiet those moments. Yes, we are fearful. Yes, there are times that we might experience fear. But during those times, that's where we lean on our God and know that he is with us. Well, thank you so much, uh, Reverend Cassandra Gray, uh, for being my guest today. Truly appreciated this time. Uh, I know I am lifted myself. Uh, praise God. And I just thank you for all that you do uh, for the body of Christ and all that you do clinically. Um, uh, you are a gift uh, to our uh, body, to the kingdom. You are a gift indeed. And so we just thank you. We thank your husband as well for what he does. Uh, please uh, let him know that we're uh, we're saying hello to him, and we appreciate his work. And uh, thank all of you for listening today. Be sure to take care, prioritize your mental health, and be sure to tell someone Jesus saves. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Jesus Saves Ministries Live with your host, Minister Angela Lee Price. This program is sponsored by the Life Conference Suite at 2001 West Broadway, your facility for small group gatherings. To book our facility, go to our Facebook page at the Life Conference Suite to invite Minister Angela to speak at your event or to reach her guests, email at jesussaves838 at gmail.com or by phone at 502 515-1001. Feel free to join Jesus Saves Group on Facebook at Jesus Saves Ministries, L-O-U. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Jesus Saves 838. Until next week, keep sharing saving grace of Jesus Christ. Tell somebody to the utmost, Jesus Saves.